Hey, and welcome to the Rugby Report Card for another week. We're trying some new shit out, and it seems to be working. This is the first go. Um, with me today, this week, whatever, is Richard. Hey, how are you, boys? And big, bad, mean Blake. How are you, Jim? Yeah, I'm all right. So, rugby, talk about can it. I just, can we just confirm? Big, bad, mean Blake? Do yeah, I was going drive? through an alliteration thing, and... I what happened mean. at Mean? <laughs> I used to pick on him. <laughs> I'm just questioning the alliteration there as well. But anyway. yeah, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> um, Music teacher. Yeah. What um, What do you think of this week's round, boys? Because let's be honest, it was exciting. There was a lot of uh, a lot of good rugby play, but the results obviously uh, didn't show it, and there was some also atrocious rugby played. So, what would be the overall take from this weekend? Well, look, I'll start with how they changed shit up with the times. And fuck, for anyone who works a full week, Friday afternoon is a complete waste of time. I never book anything Friday afternoon because I'm fucked. I usually love coming home and just watching the run. I missed the Brumbies game, so I was dead set on recording it. But I got home, fell fast asleep, and by the time it was 7 o'clock, and I was like, fuck, the cars are about to kick. I'll just watch that. James, I don't know if you know, but there is a coronavirus killing, you know the human population. There's a toilet crisis out there. The change of time slots wasn't to fit around Jim's Friday hour nap. Um, there, there was actually a little bit more that went into it. So I think I'll forgive them. Um, Just to this. interject at that point, sorry Blake for a second, um, how many rolls of toilet roll do you have? I got a lot, man. Do you have a lot? Did, of course I wouldn't a... hoard toilet paper, that's outrageous. I think have you had a fight with someone in Woolies? No, mate, I am I am proper socialist. I think it, it should be distributed evenly amongst the world. But workers. you are a big bad mean Blake, apparently. <laughs> yeah, you'll take him. But I do I've only got two. I've only got two rolls left. I'm a bit worried, but I don't shit a lot, so I'll be all right. You don't I'm go overseas? Of, I'm that type of communist. You don't shit a lot, do you, Jim? No, once I'm every three days. Of, I'm that type of communist that is, it should be evenly distributed between everyone, but it just so happens that, you know, my mum works for the party. And I've got an enormous supply. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of toilet paper. Oh, that's good. That's good. Enjoy your crapping. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm having laxatives for the fun of it. Oh, seriously? I don't know how people use one-ply toilet paper. You might as well wipe your ass with your hand. Yeah. I, I honestly, I, and I know, you know, this is so... Ham to say, oh, what's the deal? But I, I genuinely made it. I don't understand the toilet paper thing. No, I don't either because it's not even like defecation is not one of the signs of having coronavirus. I don't understand I, it. The Panadol, heaps of it in Woolies. Yeah, we die of fever. I and this shit goes, this shit goes wild. It's not matter how much toilet paper you have, man. You know, it's mm. just whether you're willing to kill your neighbours or not. And are you? Hundred mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the toilet paper is everyone's expected to be cooped up in their house, and for some reason, having a dirty ass scares the fuck out. <laughs> is the corona linked to showers? Just have a shower. <laughs> I don't know either. That's how half the world does it. Yeah. At what yeah. point does uh, does food become lower than wiping your own ass? Like I, I just want to ask that. You know. I can't work any of it out. I can't work any of it out. But if it could shut down schools, that'd be great. <laughs> Wait, it has to. It, it, it has to. It has two in Sydney, by the way. Yeah, um, they're all in the North Shore too, man. I've got to be coming up. 
Yeah, you're close, aren't you? Mm. <laughs> so just to confirm, you're wanting someone to get coronavirus, Jim? Yeah, not me, obviously. <laughs> just a kid's parent, you know? Get enough fear in there. Okay, I think we need to move away from this. Right, the rugby. Right, Sunwolves, Brumbies. We've established Jim didn't watch it because he was asleep. Um, I have a one-year-old, so I was at work. Um, I was also at work, but I did record it and I watched it um, after the Tars game in order to restore my faith in humanity. Um, what was your What was your take? Was it more the uh, job done, or was it the fact that Sunwolves your shit, or Brumbies well done? You can only beat what's in front of you. Tick, tick, tick. All of the above. Um, yeah. But, you know, you can still enjoy an Australian side putting on 47 points, especially mm. when they're your team. And I absolutely mm. enjoyed it. They played very, very well. Absolutely right. You can only beat who was in front of you. But they cycled through, um, gave guys like Pulu a run, Lonigan a run, um, and, and they looked very, very good for it. Um, God, they've got some talent, man, the Brumbies. Mm. The, the depth in that squad. And I think that's what we said early in the season. It's the depth in the squad that matters in Super Rugby. And you look at their bench, it's strong. Um, guys like Pulu are playing their first game. You've got someone like right now on the bench, who I was talking about being a wallaby winger early in the year. Um, and this is an outsider, but I like Lonigan for wallaby nine. Oh, that is an outsider. That is definitely that's a, that's a huge school. Yeah. So you're actually saying... Uh, Powell is is done as well then because he's if you've seen I'm Lonigan's not Wallaby. but I, but I think um, Lonigan's done goal kicking exactly and that's what this all comes down to and that's um, what the Wallabies are looking like they're going to not have absolutely uh, the Reds would have won could they kick their fucking goals yeah absolutely so without an out and out Will Genia a bloke that you have to pick while it's still up for debate who's going to play nine. I'm interested in I'm interested in somebody who can kick goals, man. And Lonigan and uh, Lola Seo grew up playing together, so there's a combination there. Wow. I'm sorry to right just sorry to just go back together. a just to go back a, a statement. So I understand all the reasons that you've just given. I don't disagree with that. But last week or the week before, we were saying Joe Powell was playing well, and he was potentially to keep the the combination with Lola Seo, you know, strong. So are we disregarding him now? So is he not the Brumby Nine now moving forward in your eyes? Nah, look, he probably is. I'm just I just think to go from the bench, the bench to the nine gold, huge. I love that shit. You've got to shake it up if you're the coach. I love those sort of outsider picks. Yeah. How's Brad Webber? Brad Webber could play whatever team he wants to play in. Mate, how, he's outstanding at nine. Um, what yeah, a line I mean, he wrote. Th- there's, there's not too many other takeaways from the Brumbies other than they looked really, really good. All the blokes that you would hope looked good looked good. Mm. Um, I'm very excited about the, the six, seven, eight for the Wallabies, though. For a lot of teams, folks are playing very, very well. Samo and Valentini continue to be the Bash brothers. And Just Will absolutely Miller, earned it. Will Miller looks like he's been an international seven his whole life. Mm. Um, he's just in such form. Yeah, they're playing really good. Um, I think it gives credence to your point as well when you said the systems that the Brumbies play, it's easier to come into their system because as much as we did say nice things about Will Miller last year, he's definitely upped his game this year. And that potentially is due to the fact that the systems that the, the Brumbies put in place and maybe they're just uh, front five are also setting a better platform, but he's definitely playing a lot better than... Exactly. Than I think right. if just, you played... No, you're right, Jim. And just the clarification of his role. He has a role. It's very clear what your role is. Mm. You're not playing two sevens on either side. Mm. Uh, and I'll echo Jim's point, and that's not just the poor audio. 
um, at the Tars, if you're in the back row, you've got a job to do. You've got to play really physical because the top five aren't doing it. At the Brumbies, you can just play seven. You can get the job done, and it's awesome watching someone like him get the pay he deserves um, and getting that game time. The Sunwolves are, are fucking pussed. They looked horrendous. They missed, um, 38, ta- they missed 38 tackles. 38. Their centres potentially in another side could be really exciting. Tio and Fafita. Fafita's a monster. Monster. But in in this side, they're, they're absolutely pussed, mate. They are horrendous. Mm. They are bin juice. And those poor bastards are playing a home game in Queensland next week, I believe. And, aren't, and mm. then they're off to... Um, are they still going down to New Zealand or something? They, they're, they're just the, the horror no, continues for them. The week after, they're down in Melbourne. They're down at Amy Park. So it's it's pretty rough not getting home. I mean, I know half the blokes probably actually live in Australia, mm. um, but it's rough, mate. It's really, really rough. It, it it's you just want to see them put out of their misery at this point. Mm. Do you reckon any of these players, just looking at one to fifteen, last thing on the Sun Wars, do any of them next year make a Super Rugby franchise? Uh, for feeder would any team he wanted. He's only a young kid and he looks really, really, really good. I imagine he'll just get paid in yeah. Japan until he qualifies for the national team. Was Shats um, shit? I don't remember yeah. a shit Shats. Was he shit? What, when he was at the Reds or now? In the, at the Reds. How did he end up on the Sunwolves squad? Well, I mean, he's a captain. Yeah, but leave him over here. I thought we needed someone like Shats. I just don't think the Reds do or did. I think mm. he's... I think he's... There's also player, an issue with toilet paper. Yeah, there's a there's a toilet paper issue, but I just think that next generation, I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't be picking him over Harry yeah. um, Wilson. And and a man like with the last name like Schatz, travel doesn't affect him as much as any people. <laughs> no, it actually works to his advantage. Yeah, completely. Um, talking about advantage, um, should we move to the Crusaders and the Reds? Because um, I thought it was a great game, but did the Reds throw it away? Yeah, yeah. That legitimately should have won this game if had it not been for goal kicking. Scored more tries. It was kicking their goal. Four, four kicks at goal. They changed. Three different blokes had a crack. They all missed. Fucking hell. Um, so if you're a Reds fan, if you're a Reds fan, you would be absolutely blowing up. This is the Reds <laughs> in Christchurch. Playing such good footy. Mm. Such good footy. And I think what impressed me the most of their performance was... Overwhelmed, so impressed, but at 55 minutes, I was like, fuck, here we go again. Crusaders just gone the length of the field, taking the lead. It looked like it was all over. And the Reds just kept fighting. Whereas in every other game this season, that's it. They dropped the bundle, the bench had come on, and they lost the plot. This game, they, they stayed in the fight, and they just kept playing, and they had that ridiculous length of the field team try that Henry Spate scored. Um, they looked sensational. you just got to keep the fucking goals, mate. You don't beat... The Crusaders in Christchurch, it doesn't happen. Here's a once-in-a-career opportunity where these blokes played well enough to deserve it, um, and they've done it with, with changing their 9 and 10 combination, which was what was so impressive. And they had a bit of possession at the back end of the game too. Yeah. I was just about to say that. Is this, um, to agree with your point, is this a, a missed chance? You know, there's not many times where you dominate territory and possession. The Crusaders miss... 40-odd tackles. Is this partly a mental thing for them to get over? So I know I understand that if they kick their goals, they win. I get that. But I think it's a mental thing as well that they realised that this was an opportunity to create a bit of history and that stopped them getting over the line? 
Yeah, it does feel like there's a genuine losing culture in that team, and I know that's one of those fucking nothing statements. What is a losing culture? You win one game and all the changes. But at the moment, it looks like they're finding ways to lose games. And that's the thing with the Reds. How many times can they lose by such a small margin before they just fight? What was the only game they got pumped in the Sharks? And arguably, they should have won it by half-time. Every other game they've played, they've probably... Not should have won, but certainly could have won. Um, mm. Should have won, but they fucking didn't. But could have won, certainly, possibly. And I mean, that belies a young team, but fuck, you can only say that for so long. Mm. Um, but How, a couple of standouts. Salakai Lotu played the best game of his career. And I think and that's actually, worth mentioning. And, and I think he does, but I think he's also now playing in a position that he's more suited to. You know, 100%. playing 100%. Playing in the row is much better for him. And I like the balance of that back row. Uh, a lot more for the Reds as well. So moving forward, Salakailo, so he could be a Wallaby second row without a shadow. And I think that is a, a awesome shout because I don't think he's a Wallaby back rower. No. Um, when we look at the talent going around the country, but man, he is certainly a potential for the, a Wallaby second rower. Mm. Um, and the lineout is still functioning. So Absolutely. he impressed the pants off me. And Wilson, how fucking good is that kid at number mm. eight? How good is that kid? It just so happens that it's Nasirani's best season as well. It's Pete Sarmo's best season as well. So it is like a salivating prospect who plays that eight for the Wallabies. And then you even look at someone like Valentini. Arguably, he's an eight playing six at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much talent, which is... When was the last time Wallabies had so much talent number eight? The last time we had a number eight was Wycliffe Parlow. Mm-hmm. And fuck, um, you know. My, my like issue is still... We didn't have one after Wycliffe. Wycliffe hung around for a very long time because we were just yeah. had nothing. And, and I don't want to so, go back a stage, but we, we've got to, before we talk about the, and eulogise about the, the up-and-coming number eights, like, I couldn't agree with you more, but I still, I still have concerns with that front five, potentially less with the, with the front row. You've got some excellent scrummages, etc. But that powerhouse, that second row, still needs to be still needs to be looked at, and that, that's going to be a big thing for the Wallabies moving forward. Yeah, I think the question marks the second row, I completely disagree with the front row. We're fucking, those stocks are out of this world. Slipper mm. is in the form of his career. Al Alatoa is playing 80 every week and playing the house down. I don't think Co's quite found that ridiculous form that he's in, but we know he's world class. Yeah, he's, he's, really, he's really diminished. His hands have gotten a bit shit. He's not playing mm. many minutes. I don't know what's going on. No, there. I think he's just working into the season. I expect big things from him. Two coming back from an injury, destroying team scrums. And then if you look over at the uh, the Tars with the young fella coming up, holy shit! I mean, I was talking. I was not in for young blokes, but Bell's a gun, mate. That is some outrageous front row stocks. Mm. Um, yeah. I just this is the best I've ever seen since. I've ever been a Wallaby supporter. I've never seen us had front row stocks like that. Mm. Now, you could say in the hooker section, yeah, maybe that's the talent's not there. Salau Flanger, I think, deserves the start. Um, Jordan Ulysses dropped a billion on his um, recovery, so it'll be interesting to see how he comes back, but you've still got question marks over mm. his line-out mm. throwing. Now, at the beginning of the year, you, t- you um, talked up um, uh, Isaac Lucas for potentially being the Wallaby team. I know obviously James O'Connor's injured at the moment, but did he stand up in the way that you envisioned him to? No, no. I think he played pretty well, and I think the, the kid's a freak. Um, an absolute freak, and he, and he played well in this game. And what a tough game it is to come in and play. 
Fuck yeah. It's a, you're in a hiding to nothing, I think most people. I, I like the betting line was the Reds to lose by more than twenty four. Because she just loved running at that channel too. So yeah, so now Lucas he played well. I just don't I don't think he's a ten. I think he um almost reminds me of a young O'Connor or a younger Kurtley Beal, whereas what's their spot? Is it ten, mm. is it twelve, is it fifteen? Or is it do you do the Geordie Barrett with them and do they play on the wing a bit? Um, and, and pick and choose their spots when you want to get them involved, but then that's a very different game plan. I'm not sure what his spot is right now, but I think he, he's got the talent to both be a red and a wallaby at some stage in his career, but I've certainly softened on him on the wallaby mm. 10 conversation. Mm. Are there any other major takeaways from the game before we lament, obviously, the, the attitude, etc.? Not the attitude, sorry, the mental fortitude potentially, which we've already touched on, but is there any other major takeaways for the Reds, positive-wise? Other than the great length of the try, length of the uh, pitch try. Well, what's going on with the Reds' playing style? Even though they are losing, man, I'm going to tune in every week to watch them because they're they're in with a fight. They're playing some exciting rugby, and they've stumbled upon just a pocket of some young, sick talent. I like Jock Campbell where he's playing. Paisami and Stewart have me watching every week. Paisami's a freak, mate. Paisami, I can't get over how Stewart just stands in the way of fucking trains. Any traffic doesn't And gets doesn't up worry. and just looks, he looks angry. He's disgruntled. It, we're almost in the perfect position to be fans of Australian rugby because you watch the Reds and enjoy them. Whereas if you were a Reds fan, you'd watch them and smash your TV. Huh. You remember so, them like two years ago? Remember how bad the Reds were two, three years ago? Yeah, and I think when we get to the Tars, I think that's what the Tars need to look at. Yeah. They're the Reds so, two years ago. Just last thing before we move on to the Tars then. So do you should we actually give more kudos to the job that Brad Thorne's doing? Because you just mentioned you, you talked about the Reds two years ago and they were, oh shit, whereas at least they're making strides. So do we need to give him more props than what we are? I think so, but I think last week you posed the, the, the alternate question, do we need to be crucifying him a bit more? Mm. So, you know, it's a tough job, that of a coach. I think we do need to we do need the props. He, he, the props have got the props, um, but he, he's certainly building this. I think he managed his bench better this week. Um, he's certainly building, but they're still losing. Huh. So it, it you know, ugh, you just got to get across the line a bit more. Who have they beaten the Samuels? But you know, any any commentator would say that losing by such a small margin is the difference a senior, experienced player would make in the team. Maybe some huh. of the decision making in the back end. The 70s. Uh, and then I guess, before we push on too far, you've got to give it to the Crusaders. They just win a lot of rugby. Yeah. Um, I thought they're, they're still incredibly clinical and deadly on attack. Even without much ball, they're going to score tries. Yeah. Um, and, and they did, and, and that's what they do. Um, so they just fucking win games of rugby, yeah. mate, and that's why they win a lot of titles. Was it, um, not, it was nice really, to see... It was just sorry, interjecting. Um, it's nice to see good Hugh back in that thirteen channel. I think that's I think that suits him more than the twelve channel. Me personally. Yeah, agreed. But I think Havili didn't play this game, but I think he's out for the season. Um, oh, really? He came off the yeah. bench. Like no, that minutes. was his brother, I think. Oh, or a different Havili. Fuck, they um, inbreds down there, eh? Well, you know, wouldn't go that far, but it gets weird <laughs> in South Island. It's weird. just all their brothers just play. It's cool. Yeah. Um, I was reading something on Twitter, I can't remember what it was, but some sort of obscure injury. I think he's out for the season, which is brutal, because he was in the form of his life. Like a Liz yeah. Frank or something? No, fuck, I've done that, but that's not pretty. But of all the injuries, if a history teacher's going to do one, it's the Liz Frank. 
Mm, how did you how did you how did your surgery go, by the way? Yeah, look, it's fine, not fine now, isn't it, Richard? So it's not. <laughs> you got to be on your your health plan for a year before you can claim it. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then they fucking they don't cover shit, man. I'm yeah, going back to them. I'm back on my communist yard. Yeah, I'm doing the Jesse's L and just get opening a bank account and putting all my health payments into that. Yeah, until just, you feel like you're having a big weekend. Yeah, just roll the die, man. Tap <laughs> <laughs> into savings. Hundred. Um, all right, well, let's bring some passion then, because the Waratahs were fucking horrendous. Did you just start speaking in the mic for the first time? Hang on, can I actually ask, how um, did you feel at halftime? I want to ask that first of all. How did you feel at halftime? I was chirpy. I was thinking when that, they came back in halftime, they scored some points, were back on it. I was like, fuck, maybe this two Aussie teams playing in the same venue has some degree of inspiration. Like, they don't get to see each other all that much. These boys play international and been through some tough times together. It'd be pretty cool to walk in the sheds after the game and the Tars are just there getting ready to take on a common enemy. Maybe there was a bit of that in the atmosphere. And then they came out in the second half and just got pulverized. Well, <laughs> destroyed. How would you have felt coming on here if we'd have done a live podcast at halftime? They'd had 60% of the possession. They were winning at that point. You'd have been up and about, no? But they were winning with their same fast forwards, quick ball over the line. Getting it done. Now, if you slow this game down, Tars are an easy picking. I think you guys just forget how fucking terrifying Warren Gatlin is. What are you going to bollocking those Chiefs boys got at half time? That's what's changed this thing. Look, the Tars legitimately suck. They suck at every aspect of the game. Their scrum sucks. This is their best front row. Bell is a good scrummager. Johnson Holmes is not. Is not. Plain and simple. Able, he's able. I'll give him that at best. Fuck, he can throw a line out, but he throws it very straight. Second row, pass, mate. Absolute pass. Back row, they impressed me, but they are a light back row. And when you've got a tie five that does fuck all, it's useless. Short at nine has accurate, but the slowest passing game you've ever seen. So any opportunity of front football, forget about it. Harrison had a blinder, carved. Hunt obsessed with contact and just for some reason was frothing the world's shit a scrubber. Newsom, I wouldn't have known he's played this season. I've got no idea. Um, Maddox, I don't know what he's come up to Sydney to do, but it's certainly not to play rugby. It's to tap into his health. <laughs> it has to be. Curtly Bill, man, pack your bags. What are you doing? <laughs> Fuck right yeah, but, off. Just By the way, what's... Um, was that, was that 45 seconds of, of Curtly Bill in the last play of the game? Was that um, a little synopsis of the Waratah season? I.e. they're on attack, he drops the ball, then they get turned the ball over, he then drops the ball again and then misses the tackle for the... And then drop. zero people try and help. The rest of the team like, fuck yeah. Curly, go fuck yourself. And yeah. I don't is that, is that, is that the, the captain? The, yeah. Like, what, what does that say about their ad? They legitimately quit in the 80th minute. Um, that, who, who have I left out was that Ram bloke on the wing. He checks out, man. I've seen him. Mm. That, never heard of him. He just was sick. I was really mm. impressed with that kid. I thought he was really, really good. They are, they are legitimately terrible, the Tars. I feel very sorry for Harrison, who played very well in a very, very poor side um, and seems to do more tackling than any of the forward pack, except Hooper, who just tackles anything that moves. Can I ask, ask for your prediction? If um, the Chiefs have had all... 
eight. I think it was eight. I saw. I read something of their All Blacks starting that didn't play uh, this weekend. What would the final score would have been? This would have pulled the mercy rule. <laughs> I don't think you have that in professional sport. Um, but that's what was that's what was a joke about this. Is the Tars? They got a dry track. I tried to excuse them as a fucking can't play in the wet. They just can't play. That's been way too nice. Um, we did get right. Chiefs B side. Damien McKenzie, the best player, didn't play in the back line, and they rested their entire forward pack minus Sam Kane. Uh-huh. It's it's a joke. And if you get me wrong, there's some very good plays in there. Like uh, Bashir is a very good player, and Allardyce is a good player and stuff. But it's not the it's not the creme de la creme of their. No, and if you subscribe to to Ben Darwin's yarn, um, and never replied to my tweet by the way. Cheers, Ben. Um, but if you subscribe to his yarn, that chopping and changing the team's going to affect you dramatically. Well, they fucking chopped and changed the whole team. So old Blakey's put a little flutter on the Tars to not lose by too much. They lost by apes, man. Mm. Mm. Um, us, at what terrible. point do we? At what point do we? Just because talking about the Chiefs, we've we've shot on Warren Gatlin and Gatlin Ball for a very long time. How many? How long? How many games does he have to win in this in this extravagant brand before we start to move away from that idea of Gatlin Ball to be? No, I'm, I'm already on him. He's a phenomenal coach. He got results out of Wales that they shouldn't have been capable of. I think. Like I think they overperformed with Gatlin as the coach. He was. Uh, he had a long tenure there. And Echo with the Lions. I think they've overperformed too. Um, and then the Chiefs. I don't know if they're overperforming, but. I they're probably right up there at the top of that Kiwi conference. They beat the Crusaders for crying out loud. Um, well, and he's clearly... Crying he's out cl- loud. <laughs> he's clearly doing something with rotating his squad through. Like, I think he's there's a there's a big game plan there. Um, and he doesn't have any egg on his face yet. Mate, he's, he's a quality coach. I think he, he played the game he had to play with that Welsh squad. Mm. I like um, how he stands at the back of the box to cause the shots. Pure general. Mm. Back on his horse, watching everyone else fight. But I don't think he jumps, um, old mate from the Crusaders for the next All Black coach. Surely he oh, can't. No. No. Um, but that's not going to be for a while, anyways. They've now got the new coach, anyway, so it's going to be a long time. Just looks heaps old, though, Gatlin. Yeah, um, no about, there. yeah that style. Yeah. Talking of a little general, why doesn't, if oh, I'll rephrase the question, if Brad Webber was any other nationality other than. New Zealander, do you think he'd have 70 international caps? 100. 100 caps. Mm. Um, This clearly is his best season, Um, and I think this season he's outperforming Aaron Smith, who's behind a rubbish pack, and TJ Perinara, who's just taken on refereeing Mm. this year. Um, (laughs) Just shut the fuck up, mate. I really like TJ, but just shut up. Um, Webber's he's playing the house down at the moment, but what can you do? I mean, unless he keeps playing at this level, he's still three. Oh, yeah. But they're just so good, Aaron Smith and TJ Perinara. Yeah, but the thing with the the All Blacks is they're quite good at drawing the line in their sand with their old players. They're like, fuck, this is where we're moving on, man. This is the decision we've made. Yeah, but they also do love that continuity. Yeah, but now's the time to change that shit. If you subscribe to that, now's the year. How old is Weber? I don't know, he looks fucking old, man. He doesn't look Eve Sham, does he? No, he looks like a red brick made in the 50s. <laughs> he certainly does. No, like 1980s. His kicking game house. is his real big sore point. That will keep him out of the All Blacks. 
Yeah, and that's something Aaron Smith's got on a string. Um, he's 29, Brad Webber. 29, so he's, mm. is he there at the next World Cup at 32? No, he's, he's not, probably no. not. No. So, enjoy. well, let's just enjoy this. It's not always about the next honours. Mm. He's at the mm. moment halfback of the comp. Mm. What about, which is um, pretty incredible. We, we, we talk about wingers, and there's a plethora of wingers in, in New Zealand. But where does Stevenson fit in that in the pantheon of, Australia, of New Zealand wingers right now? Right in that conversation. I mean, he's that ball to Webber is fucking outrageous. Mm. Um, yeah, impressive shit. Shall we push on to the next one, Keynes, yeah. boys? Just before we do that, one word to describe the Tars, both of you. Go. Dog's breakfast. That's true, for sure. Just AIDS. <laughs> sure, let's push then. Hurricanes, please. Um... You guys know what I think about cards. I'm not interested in this game. Okay, let's push then. I think the Blues outplayed them just. Um, there was a moment in that first half where the momentum changed. The games really don't have a 10. Um, they really, really don't have a 10. They had no contingency for Bowden just spending the year in America. Um, the Blues, Black and Perifetta are playing awesome. Um, but 12, 15 verse 12 for the last 30 minutes or some shit? Crazy. All right. <clears throat> Just like, I, I don't know. It's definitely only 13 or something. No, they, they played the 12 game. at one point. Did they? Right, yeah, they did. Yeah. So I just... Right. What's, I don't know, it was a friendly. Like, a, a, the Canes were playing their hearts out, but they weren't playing. And even they were behind by a little bit, but they couldn't play because they had 12 blokes. Uh, and I mean, you'd have to look at each card individually. Some of them arguably, I think, I, I don't even remember. What was red? Does anyone remember? remember what the red's in Geordie. Geordie throwing his hand up. It was a certain try. No, no, no. No, that was a yellow. That was the yellow. That was the intercept oh. try. And in fairness, he was never catching that. But, um, uh, yeah, I reckon that was probably a yellow. I wasn't convinced about the penalty try for it, though. It's a pretty no. long way out. No. Uh, Lomax um, uh, stamped on someone, didn't he? Did he? I, yeah, think. I, remember, I just don't remember it. I remember at the time thinking, yeah, that's it's probably a red. Um, yeah, so I sure. don't necessarily disagree with them. I just disagree with the rules per se. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, everyone would have lost interest in this encounter, wouldn't they? Yeah, but then exactly. Do we, need to, do we need to praise the Canes for a bit, little bit more then to say that actually they only lost by nine and if they've only played for 12 for... I think it was only about five minutes, but then they played with 13 for effectively about 20 minutes, or 17 or something. Yeah, sure, they hung on the fight, but uh, it just didn't, it wasn't what, it wasn't a game of rugby. I'm getting behind the, the Blues here. They're, um, I guess they play, haven't had a bye yet, but they're on 17 points. They're coming third by a point from the first yeah. in that conference. And Akira Yuani making his return. Um, he certainly made that known that he was making his free money. Akira Yuani to score. I remember you running that one year, Jim. He just yeah. scores every game. Every game. Every game. So he sure, looked good coming back. This weekend, are you going to put money on a, a, a Leicester on a buy? Yuani and Fainga to both score? I'll yeah, do a betting. Be, when we go through it, I'll throw some bets on. Yeah, I just don't know if we should be promoting that, though. Why? Okay. Go well, and spend As a the team AIDS and said I hold toilet rolls and yeah, you'd, kill, you'd kill your next door neighbours. Like, oh, yeah, you can, I remember that bit too. 
<laughs> Somebody great one for me. Is it all in the name of comedy, fellas? It's all right, James. Is... Until you run out of shit. Hey. And I'm not joking. Hey. <laughs> um, Rebels. That doesn't paper over the cracks, mate. Um, Rebels. <laughs> I, I guess the, the, big, the big one here is you want to be um, reductionist and say the Lions are probably the second worst team in the comp. Don't do that. Hey, you know, Don't they do are. that. Um, but the, the Rebels did the job, man. They did everything right. They played really, really well. Um, the and Lions. They did it. Sorry, mate. The Lions fucking suck, mate. But, man, that um, rate of infringement, they make it impossible for them to stay in the game. Yeah, but it was nice to see the Rebels... flying on shit every rock. I think it was just nice to see the Rebels get this one back, because this was the one that broke them last year. Remember the 1-20 to 20 penalty count? <clears throat> they were ahead 33-5 at halftime. Mm-hmm. And then they copped 18 penalties in the second half and two yellows, and then they didn't win another game for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it, I don't know, it almost felt like a turning point in this season. They had two yellows against them, and they just stayed in the fight. There's a couple um, of good yarns coming going. from this team too, because, I mean, Corabetti's wearing the John Eels medal on his arm every game. Isn't he? Hitting blokes with it. Healing it. Um, Is that why he got yellow? Because he hit them with his... Uh, with his that was not a yellow. That's a fucking clean tackle, that shit. <laughs> that was bullshit, man. That stuff makes me so angry. Hardwick. Well, Hardwick's wearing... having a great season, too. Isn't he? Well, he's pushing, he's pushing Hooper. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm liking it. And nice Rani, like you said, it's just the, the year he's had. This is fucking How fucking big is he these days? Yeah. He's a big dude. Big dude, man. His big work dude. rate's through the roof. And I think what's so impressive is we used to say at the Wallabies is always impressed by his work rate, never that impressed by his impact. So we admired how many tackles he made, but he wasn't getting over the game line. Right now he's doing both. He is not only still working that hard, but he's taking two or three blokes with him. He's getting over the game line every time. He's absolutely dominating from that number eight position. Mm. Um, and I think he's sort of, look at what Samu's brought to the Brumbies and went, you're not having my jersey, mate. Um, and then it's really stepped up. And then you've got someone like Harry Wilson pushing. It's really, really exciting. And to echo what you said about Kellaway, leading try scorer in the comp. You, you can't coach pace. And that kid has got pace and game awareness. And that's a great um, I get shades of a, um, I don't know, the running style mm. of a Drew Mitchell. Like, it's a bit deceptive. He doesn't look like he's motoring, but he is fucking motoring. Yeah. It's just, I know um, this is continuing the same theme, but he didn't play this well in a tie shirt. Yeah, I know. That's a good comment. Yeah, <laughs> but he, he did go overseas. He played in New Zealand. He played in Europe, and he is a little bit older and a, a bit more developed. Um, but I do agree with you. But I think he would have learned a lot from those experiences. And I think Tamua, yes, it was against the Lions, but he's certainly... He's back, isn't he? He's the front runner for Wallaby 10. Yeah, more than likely. Yeah. And he's kicking okay. Them. He's kicking okay. Fucking only just. I'm not convinced. Just the one thing, um, I know this is my forward's head brain on. Um, I know they did all right, but for me, set piece is still something that the Rebels still need to, to work on. Especially against the Lions team that... Um, in that second half, when when replacements come on, they put the line out under pressure a little bit. So I still think yeah. set piece is something they need to work on personally. One of the things well, I think that, it was one of the sorry, things that are getting solidified with me. I'm moving away from the line out. Is um, Hayley Petty for the 15 for the gold? Banks is playing a great season, but Hayley Petty, man, under that high ball, he hasn't dogged one this year. 
just oh, here, yeah. second moves on. I'm money in the banks all the way, mate. Money in the bank. I'm money in the banks. I'm filling up with Hayley Petty. <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah, to your point, Richard, I think the set piece operated today, but the Lions have got the worst set piece in the comp. They have the most infringed scrums and the most tight heads against them. So the Rebels looked fine, and that's the thing you can only beat who you play. Exactly. Um, but they didn't dismantle the Lions like everyone else had. Yeah. Um, before we just stay on the, the Rebels, it's worth noting the Lions. I mean, what a fall from grace. Mm. Like we this know is, they've um, lost a lot of their stars, but they're terrible. Not only their stars, but do we just, do we need to also give praise to the fact that Ackerman left? Not praise that he left, but more praise to him of what the job he was doing there. So it's a combination of the players and probably the culture and coaching that occurred during that time as well. 100, because these guys fucking suck. And I can't work out why they've got Duplessis and Skosan on the bench. Just Springboks. No. I don't understand that. Like... I just don't understand why Yanni Duplessis is not playing every minute of every game when your set piece sucks. You um, imagine that's why he got recruited later. Scoes and yeah. having a great season. I don't like oh. it when he comes on. I just can't work it out. And then um, Yanchi's. I feel genuinely sorry for the cat. He's still a very, 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 very good footballer. Was he the fourth most all-time point scorer in Super Rugby? Yeah. And he hasn't lost a trick. Probably never got the crack he deserved in international rugby. And now he's just, he, he looks frustrated at his team. His post-game interview, he all but said, they're fucking heap shit. I don't know what you want me to do. We're but do you remember, Yankee, Yankees was there, man, when Fafta Clerk was throwing him. Oh. He had Mapu going at 13. He had... Uh, Van Rensburg yeah, going at 12. 12. 12. Yeah. Combrink on the sting. Scotch yeah. on the one side there as well, yeah. And the forward pack was fucking... Uh, Creel, Warren Whiteley. Seven, Warren Whiteley. Yeah. Mostert. Yeah, they're, they're a, he missed his plane trip to Europe, didn't he? Uh huh. Yeah. And they're they're off to New Zealand for two weeks to just get stomped on. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> they suck, man. Um, but good on the Rebels for getting it done, and especially for the Rebels because their bugbears always been South African teams. They've actually done pretty well against Australian teams. They lost to the Samoans, but they normally beat them, um, and they normally do. No one does well against Kiwi teams, but they haven't been atrocious in comparison. Normally they struggle with the uh, Bocky sides, and, and yeah. they look good. Um, so, nice, promising. Yeah, that the game to watch is the Rebels and the Reds, when they face off, that's the game to watch. See, I disagree. I just can't see the right. Rebels matching it up front. No, what I'm, I'm saying is that's an encounter that's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah, but styles make fights, man. And I reckon that's a bit of a Yoel Romero, Israel Adesanya. Nothing's going to happen. Can I just say, that was terrible. That was actually terrible. I didn't what, there's definitely, s- there's definitely someone listening who watches MMA who enjoyed that reference. Yeah, no, I'm enjoying that reference. I'm glad I didn't pay for it. Did you pay for it? I did, but the fight before it, um, Zhang versus Joanna, was... Arguably top five fights I've ever seen in my entire life in combat sports. I would have paid triple just for that fight. It was incredible. Main event was horrendous. Um, but say, did you go to the opposite oh. end of the spectrum because they just it really was. Each other. It was really really bizarre. But I was on such a high from the first one that that I'll wear it. Okay. Um, talking about uh, on a high, sharks continue to to uh, play well, and they uh, went up to the top of the. Uh, 
the rankings, I think, this week after they beat the, uh, the Hagiwaras this weekend. So continue yeah, to show... Yeah, it's funny, because um, we're, we're big. We're on them. We thought the Sharks were really impressive, but now they're yeah. back in Africa, and I won't be watching any of their games. So. <laughs> yeah, no. Keep doing what you're doing, boys. <laughs> yeah. Anyone else catch this? Jimmy, you catch this one? Yeah, I caught it. Good. Good fight there by the Jags. A couple of good tries, but um, at the end of the day, infringements cost them. Um, the next game was the all-time worst jersey clash in the history of rugby. Why? They were the same jersey. It wasn't even a clash. I just don't understand. Um, how, 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 the poor ref, mate. They just wore the same jersey. Makes no sense. Look, I certainly didn't watch this one. <laughs> well, clearly the Highlanders do grab the wrong kid at the club. Yeah, this obsession with away jerseys, I'm not into it. I reckon you wear your home jersey unless there's a clash. Mm-hmm. And then the away jersey is a bit like that Mighty Ducks second half jersey. I imagine it was a proper often. marketing thing at first. It was all about cash. Yeah, oh, these days, you know. Yeah. And with them skin tight, who's got the rig to wear them? Yeah. I'm a polo through and through. Give me a sports polo. I'll wear your polo. I'll wear your polo. But cold in winter. Yeah. But you, polos hug the bicep. I don't even have big ones and they hug. It does, it does help, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I'll tell you who hugs the bicep, Dan McKellar. Yeah. It's a a good segue. segue. He keeps lifting that boat, doesn't he? He just keeps lifting. Speaking of weather, first cold night tonight. Is it? I'm sat outside. Is it cold? First night I reached for the hoodie. Mate, you live on the beach. It'd be cold down there, wouldn't it? Uh, I'm sheltered, mate. Sheltered. Plus, I'm British. Mm. This is like summer. Yeah, that's true. Well, I think it technically almost... No, it's autumn now, isn't it, actually? Mm. Mm. Um, do you want to predict to uh, next week's games, boys? Yeah, but before we do, quickly, the Six Nations, because um, England look like they're going to win the tournament now. Yeah, but yeah. I think tri- winning the Triple Crown is great. Yeah, but I think the um, it's going to be very much... Well, you're probably going to tell me that you know where it is, but with the uh, the lack of knowledge of when we're actually going to play those other games, are we going to play them? Are we not going to play them? I don't really know. I think it it doesn't quite bring the competition to a complete close. Are they, are they on their bye week now? Like, do they have a couple of weeks to figure that shit out, or are they running out of time? Uh, no. So it's this weekend. So they this weekend. So they play back to back. So England are supposed to play um, uh, Italy this weekend, and obviously Ireland was supposed to play Italy. So. I think it's one of those things, though, for me. As much as yeah, we might finish top of the top of the the um, of the table. I don't know how. Bit of a Bradbury, though, isn't it? With just France fucking imploding. Yeah, like I, I don't disagree with you. I just just think it's disappointing. You'd want to be at the, you'd want to win every game and be at the top. We should have beaten France in that first game anyway. So it's our own, it's our own fault, you know. How's you France? But just the five eight gets injured, they lose. They just forget how to play rugby, and then they just get a red card. <clears throat> Is that the most French thing you've ever seen? Like just, meeting. it's so France to not be able to play away from home, beat England and not shit, and then just lose to Scotland by heaps. Yeah, but it's, it's, I wouldn't necessarily go down the stereotype of the maverick Frenchman, but what is the guy doing punching the guy? Like, seriously, there's just, um, idiocy of the highest order, you know, when cameras are being watched you, I get you getting caught up in the moment, but... Your team is there. If you win the game, you have that control. Speaking of red cards, Tulalangi survived. What do you mean he survived? This is, this is fucking, as far as red cards go, I don't know how that wasn't one. It was one. He got sent did, did he get red Yeah. Yeah. I did? Yeah. yeah. Ah, that's I, why thought the game, I saw... That's why the game got close. 
Uh, yeah, been, right. And that's why I ended up, because we were down to 13 men, I think, as well. So, and then Wales um, came storming home. So they, and they, they scored the two late tries. Like, he I just think, plays with the reckless advantage. Yeah, Jesus he can't be can't. No, he's a, he's no, a monster. And how's, um, how's Joe Marler? I love that bloke. Just grab an Alan Wins cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How good. <laughs> Speaking of little generals. <laughs> hey. I just, um, I don't know, there's something really likeable about Marler. If it was anyone else, you know, if that was Dan Carlos, I'd be blown up. But there's something he's likeable a, about Marler. Yeah, he's just he's a, a funny la- dude. He's a larrikin, mate. That's why he's a harlequin. That's why everyone loves him. No one takes him seriously. Yeah, and poor Italy, eh? I know. Do you know what I realised the other day? You know, Serge Parise, who's the greatest Italian rugby player ever that's ever played the game, he was supposed to play his swan song from international rugby was supposed to be the uh, last game of the World Cup, which was supposed to be Italy-New Zealand. Got cancelled. So he then decided his swan swan song was was going to be England at home um, in Rome. Got (laughs) cancelled. Holy That's God. so right, That's mate. So, so, so the the causation you're saying here is Parise is to blame for coronavirus. No, I'm not implying that. <laughs> and, and, and wild weather. And wild, yeah, weather. wild weather. Sash, mate. Sash. How cool yeah. is that? How the fuck that sentence, man, to seeing your career out against England in time? Speaking of my jersey blow up, yeah, Scotland and France just trying to wear the same jersey as each other as well. And just say that Scotland shirt is atrocious. Uh, yeah. Atrocious. Oh, they still wear. They wear polos when they play Scotland, don't they? Still do they that? do. They've been running out polo for years. Oh no! See, the away shirt um, wasn't a polo. It had enough opportunity to grab on it so the Frenchman could whack him in the nose. Stuart Hogg's <laughs> arms in those polos. It just speaks for itself. Yeah, they're popping aren't You they? want to polo. look up? Get a polo. Yeah, but he, he, he has dropped the ball over the line and had a bit of a shocker a few times this year, so maybe he shouldn't spend that much time in the gym. He's old, man. He's old. It's definitely not old. No, Stuart Hogg looks 50. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he, he does look young. Uh, I'll sorry with you on that one, Jim. Just to let you know, he's, um, he's 27. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. If he's 27, I'm 21, man. Dude, Northern Hemisphere's skin does not age well. <laughs> Well, you, you, you were born in England, man. I Both know. of you were. I'm getting there too. I don't understand what it is because there's no sun up there. It's just must be the constant drinking. And, no, I was going to say it's the actual having to tackle and ruck rather than just stand and point around. What, what oh, you guys do down here? Oh, That's not. I'm talking about like fuck. I put on a British sick old man. Everyone looks sixty. They're playing teenagers. <laughs> Skins. That's a terrible show. Do you actually watch that? Oh, back in the day when I was a teenager. Okay, cool. Um, should we go back to predicting the rugby for this weekend? Let's do it. All right. Who you got in the first uh, first game? Get some good games. Chiefs Hurricanes. Yeah. Who you got? Well, I'm going to go to the Chiefs just on the basis that they have a ten, and I sounded like a horse a moment ago. Mm. I got Chiefs too. Hurricanes. Not not heaps impressive them this year. Chiefs at home. Gatlin's at Mackenzie will be back. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs too. I think even though with a bit of travel coming back from from overseas, uh, wherever they play this week, Wollongong, well, yeah, yeah, definitely the Chiefs. Yeah. Next game, which is a strange one, Blues-Lions at 2.25 on Saturday. Love it. Fucking love it. Mm. So Blues by murder? Yeah. No, abs- absolute murder. Yeah, Are you opening a beer, Blake? No, 
Yeah, I'm on the bliss. <laughs> some wolves are gonna get absolutely. Yeah, some wolves are gonna get smoked. Yeah, Reds bulls, you gotta go. Poor Reds, sun, yeah. poor sun wolves. That's mm. brutal. Um, Reds I get bulls. Reds in. I'm going Reds. Yeah, I do think Reds will struggle against Bocky sides more than any other team mm. um, because they play almost South African rugby themselves and they can catch the Aussie and the Kiwis on the hop a little. Um, but I, I do think they'll get it done here. I'm on the Reds. Um, Shark Stormers? This is a game, man. If there was a reason to get up at 005, this one's it. This is just it. I won't be doing it, but this I is just it. Just say, are either of you going to do it? No, fuck no. Oh, no I could. I could be up. I might have put it in the morning, though. <clears throat> um, yeah, no, that, that's a belt of a game. Fuck, look at Sunday. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, oh, oh my God. Haggy Warriors, Highlanders, here you go. Uh, on the Hags. Hags. <laughs> on the Hags. Did you open a second scooter? <laughs> nah. <laughs> uh, Brumbies Tars. Oh, Brumbies. Brumbies, you got it. Yeah, the Tars even sounded a little defeatist as George Gregan started through an interview at the end of the game trying to G it up for next week. How, how do you um, how do you feel if you're uh, Nick McArdle, by the way? How do you feel? Yeah, that's tough, isn't it? That, that just George is on air answering a sentence together. You're mm -hmm. unemployed. I think no, the three of us could do a better job than probably George can on the, uh, on live TV. <laughs> I just don't know how you couldn't. How <laughs> you just go? You can't be serious, man. Why do I? I'd just love for a player to go. Hang on, what? And you ask the question, I don't, what do you, what do you mean? What are you talking about, man? Can I also yeah. ask, oh, we haven't, we haven't broached this before. What did um, Drew Mitchell do wrong? I actually was quite enjoying Drew Mitchell. The, I know, think, I think my, my thinking here is Foxtel wanted to make rugby really, really unattractive. So they got rid of anyone who was remotely entertaining. So Drew Mitchell, um, Nick McArdle, Sean Maloney all got the arse. Um, give Gregan and Horan some more airtime. Get Kernsey on those tar games. Kernsey is almost unlistenable. Co comically bad these days, which is a shame. Because I remember sort of it was almost five, ten years ago. He was... Um, it's like he stopped caring. That's seriously what it is. He stopped caring. Mm. Like he yeah. He didn't yeah. see his job. He just was like, fuck, I've got a bank of comments. I'll just use those to it. Yeah. Uh, cliche scrum comment. <laughs> Oops, stereotype about South Africa. <laughs> oh dear. Um, any other? Any There's other no questions? chance of uh, Fox Sports picking us up, man. No, most no, definitely not. <laughs> I'm, I got my fingers crossed for Optus. Yeah, yeah. No, I love Optus. Optus, Optus is great. amazing. Yeah. I actually can't think more highly of Optus. Mm. Growing up as a kid, I, I used to, you know, say to mum, "How do we get such good phone connection?" And she'd whisper quietly, "Optus." Yeah. Obvious. What a great so. job they've done with the cricket and, and the tennis and everything. The soccer. Great job. Exceptional job with the soccer. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Exceptional. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm on the rugby's here and throw cash on banks and playing Why did you I just get being swallowed up by someone? <laughs> yeah. What happened? You just went out You said um. put money on banks. <laughs> It's a secret what to put money on. Thanks, Wayne, you to score. 
Oh, yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad. Do you actually say, I'd like to know the, what the odds were, I actually think it, um, the games are reasonably easy to predict. Watch us get them all wrong this week. I wonder what the odds uh, would be if you predicted literally the Chiefs, Blues, Crusaders, Reds, Sharks, Hags, Brumbies. I wonder what odds you get on that. You'd imagine yeah, it's, it's always one of those fucking midnight ones that does you. Or just all of a sudden one of the Australian teams will implode. Um, I'll tell you what I'm still waiting for, and, and maybe this is the round. Nah, I guess because it's a domestic game. Just a game where all the Australian teams um, play well. So this round I was feeling it. Brumbies, amazing. Reds, they didn't win, but they played incredible. Rebels, awesome. Tars let us down. Mm. Yeah, they didn't even have to win. They could have lost by two points to the Chiefs, but losing by a thousand, um, probably unacceptable. Mm. Well, they're not going to have in this round. No, no, not this one because I got the Brumbies. All right. All right. Can I ask just before you go? There was some news that came out today. I wanted to ask your opinion. What did? What were your thoughts on uh, the uh, that an All Black second string team will, will tour the Northern Hemisphere this year? To try and keep more players in the uh, in the system, so you got two you got two all black teams touring. Fuck. I, I guess I think a, f- a few thoughts. Um, one would be I hope it doesn't devalue the Maori jersey because um, New Zealand Maori I think is a special place in rugby, um, and I think that sort of that did that. So I don't know why we need this. And then the other thing is kind of getting shades of Australia A in the cricket um, when you're so dominant that you want to give some of those blokes some game time, um, go for it. No, I loved it in the cricket, um, but I think it's it's good for New Zealand and it's good for Northern Hemisphere rugby um, to play those Kiwi sides. I just don't know how much gravitas those games will have, and there's so much rugby in the calendar anyway. I can't imagine if I'm, I don't know, even know who they're playing, but England, Wales or Ireland or France. I don't know, I don't probably, think it's been I'm, confirmed yet. I'm probably not running on my first 15 anyway. So it ends up becoming just a sort of mishmash barbarians game. Like, I don't hate the idea, but the calendar's so full, I can't imagine other teams are going to pick their best side to play them. And it will just be a glorified trial for everyone. Would you fuck else to watch it? Oh, yeah, definitely. And the other one was um, Jack Maddox potentially making the seventh team for the Olympics if the Olympics do occur. Does that surprise you? Yeah, there was talk of that. That's what he wanted to do. I think it's one of the reasons he went up to the task, because the seven's thrown out of here. Um, I haven't followed them close enough. They, they look really good in Canada, the, the male sevens, this weekend. I think they made the final um, of the big one. I, I caught one of the games. They look sensational. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not opposed to it. I just hope he doesn't steal the spot of someone who's been on that circuit mm. for two years and done the time. Mm. But if he's good enough, fuck it, he's good enough. Jim? It just means it's another it's another loss to the Waratah system, doesn't it? Because he's yeah, clearly going to have his... Yeah, especially his heart was in the Wallabies, man. That's the only thing. Yeah, but is that a just... Just get a... You know, just get a bit more exposure, learn a few more skills? Yeah, maybe. maybe. He feels... He's another one that feels... Like at the Rebels, it was like... Five, he'll be a Wallaby 15 or certainly a Wallaby winger and maybe even he'll end up at 10. He's got all the skills. Yeah. At the Tars, he's still so <laughs> shades of it, but he looks like he's regressed at the Tars. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go, just a shout-out to Con Daly, man, helping us out with the audio. I'm sure everyone listening appreciates it tenfold because last week was fucking Yeah, can I do a shout-out for anyone who listened last week? 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also do a shout out for that meme <laughs> that was uh, the Kramer one. That was it. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I love a Seinfeld meme, and and that mm. was that was outstanding. Mm. All right, boys, seems successful. Right. Yeah, watch it, not upload. And yeah, and you know, Christ, I was no See you, lads. Um, oh, see you, boys. All right, see you. Bye.